Hi, everyone. Welcome to this ep- this rendition of Monday Morning Quarterback. Got to keep finding ways to say episode. Rendition's a good one. Got to go back into the source, the source and find some more. Uh, I'm joined here today by Josh Carpenter, who's a senior enterprise account executive at Inflow CX. If you're just listening for the first time, this Monday Morning Quarterback podcast series, uh, Inflow CX is breaking down customer experiences that, that could be improved. Right, you go out and play quarterback on a Saturday or a Sunday, and you watch film on Monday, and it's really easy to play a Monday morning quarterback. Um, so that's what we do on this podcast. We look at experiences that could be improved, and make recommendations on one or multiple ways to improve those experiences. Uh, like I said, I'm joined here by Josh, and he's got a an experience that he wants to bring to the table and see if we can hash out a good way to solve it. So, Josh, first off, thank you so much for joining us. So it'd be really lonely if I was doing this by myself, but I'm glad to have you here. Um, talk us Thanks through what you're experiencing, and, uh, and 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 yeah, let's just take it from there. Yeah, I mean, recently, you know, I, I travel quite a bit. I'm in sales. I'm traveling all over the country. And when I was asked, you know, hey, do you have any good customer experiences, bad customer experiences to talk about? You know, I'm, anybody who knows me knows I'm a sneaker guy. I'm, I, I have all kinds of customer experiences all the time. Uh, never, never shy to, to, to engage in some purchasing and getting that customer experience. But shockingly, one of my most recent kind of customer experiences worth looking at in something like this was actually with my credit union. Uh, I've banked with the same place since I was probably five years old. My mom worked for the credit union, opened me up a little account and, and I've just literally had the same account and the same credit union, same name, same everything for 42 years now. So. It's uh, it's shocking that I would have kind of a negative there, but you'd think if anybody knew me, it would be them. But uh, I was traveling, and it's a West Coast-based credit union. So when we moved out to the Nashville area, we went through a lot to update our addresses and things like that. But And because I travel so much, we set travel notifications all the time with the credit union. We know the process. Don't ever want to be out stranded without access to my money. So we put travel notifications on and it's so weird because like three straight trips when I came home back to Nashville, then my card would get locked when I'm trying to pay to leave the airport parking garage. And it's like, what is, what is happening here? You know, we put on travel notification. We notified the day I was returning. I'm back in my own region. I go to pay to get out of a parking garage. Nobody around because it's all automated and you just swipe the card and the, the arm lifts up. Right. And the card declines. And then I try to use it again and it declines. And then. I realize like it, it gives you a warning, you know, card card locked or fraud detected or something is what the little readout said. And I was like, what? So I call my credit union. It says your account suspended, locked due to suspected fraudulent activity. Call back during business hours to talk to an agent. I'm like, what? It's 11 o'clock on a Friday night. I'm trying to get out of this parking garage. Fortunately, you know, had a credit card, just swiped it, got the heck out of there and then had to deal with with calling the credit union the next morning. And, you know, I've been a member, you, you get the enter your passcode to get into the call center. Fine. You know, verify your account. Fine. And then you talk to an agent and they're like, what's your call center passcode? So then I'm verified again. I've also, it's not like I've got a million dollars in the bank. I mean, I always like that they're protecting customers. I get that. But like I've authenticated so many different times now, touch tone, verbal passcode, voice into an agent and then I have to go through this process of like five minutes of approving or verifying that the last three days worth of transactions, which 
if you're in sales or you're, you travel for your job, you know, there's a lot of transactions happening. So now I've got to verify 72 hours worth of transactions. And you know, it's like, wow, what am I doing here? So wait for the agent. It was, it was pretty wild. So it happened three times in a row. I've moved on now to, to pay in different ways, but that, that was a super negative and, and the last one fired me up pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, no, rightfully so, man. That's, that's a lot to unpack. Um, <clears throat> there's definitely better ways to do it. I mean, first, first and foremost, outside of the contact center, got to be some sort of, uh, Hey, I've got this travel notice, but now when I'm trying to pay for something back in my home zip code where, you know, I live, uh, maybe don't hug my card. It's the first one. Right. But, um, outside of that, you know, there's a lot of things I think that, that could help your specific situation. Right. So I think the first one is, Hey, I have to call to the contact center. Fine. Okay. I get it. There's the things I have to do, um, and ways I have to call in. That's totally acceptable, but I have to call in and it's after hours and I don't have any option to either self-serve or talk to someone if I can't self-serve. So that's the big one for me, right? I mean, if there is a situation where there's an emergency, there's expected fraud, you'd expect that either a, there's some way to self-serve and go through, Hey, your card's locked, you know, either wait till tomorrow or press one if this is an emergency and we'll get you some help. And whether that's a bot or whether that, you know, transfers maybe to an after hours uh, team, or if you don't care to, or don't want to as a business staff after hours, contact center agents, there's always the option to outsource just that function, right? I think a lot of times businesses think about outsourcing, especially ones who, you know, really care about security, customer experience, things like that and go, Oh, we don't want to outsource or, you know, think of offshore. A lot of people, I think, term outsourcing and offshoring as synonymous when really they're two completely separate things. You certainly can have after hours support offshore, but there are plenty of domestic US based companies that, you know, this is what they do. They have teams that come in and handle, you know, the night shift for things just like this. So you can outsource just maybe one portion of that, um, you know, to an organization to give customers like you the option to say, all right, I want to try to self-serve on unlocking my card. Maybe I can. Great. Maybe I can't for whatever reason. That's fine too. At least get me to someone who can help because lucky for you, you had other cards and you could get out of the parking garage. But you know, there are people out there who they've got the debit card and maybe they don't have any cash on them or anything like that. And like you said, the, the, the kiosk to pay is agentless. There's not a person there. So I mean, I guess, I don't know, they're sleeping in their car in the parking garage, uh, unfortunately, um, in those scenarios. I think one of the other, I think, so I think that's it, right? You've got to give people a way to interact and and solve their issues. Um, the other thing you mentioned is is the authentication and just taking a lot. We've talked about this previously, too, and I feel like it's, uh, it's a big challenge that a lot of uh, companies face, right? There's all this, this data that's very disjointed. Um, and oftentimes, you know, I think we had a different guest one time say, hey, I asked them like, you know, hey, I just authenticated. Don't you, you know, why do I have to go through this whole process again? And the agent's response is, oh, well, I don't have access to that information or that system. And it's because you've got all these technology and data silos. Um, so A, you know, combine all those or find a way to, to authenticate. There are a lot of technologies out there today, really, you know, cool, unique, neat ones. Um where depending on how you're calling into the contact center, I mean, you've got face ID on iPhone, you do face ID. And when you're calling in, it's, oh, hi, Mr. Carpenter. I see, you know, you're calling because maybe your card's locked. Uh, 
you know, can you verify maybe one thing for me or not, even if you already did face ID. Um, so yeah, I think there's a, there's a lot there, right? The biggest thing for me is a give someone the opportunity to get unlocked, whether that be via self-service automation or go talk to a live person, even if it isn't a, an employee of that credit union there's outshore, uh, or outshore <laughs> combining them now there's outsourcing, uh, ability or opportunity there. And then B, when you do finally get to talk to a person, you've got to make it easy to authenticate. I mean, A, for you as the customer, just better customer experience. And B, from the business standpoint, I mean, you don't really want to have to overstaff because you have to have your agents talking to someone for 10, 15 minutes to do something simple like unlock their card. You've proven it's you, and it's really easy to do that, right? It doesn't take that long. If they want to go through um, you know, and verify all 72 hours of transactions, that's fine too. But I think there's a much easier way to do that. Um, yeah, I would love your thoughts on maybe some of those ideas or even if you have any other ones. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you made a great point because the first step for me is always actually the mobile app. You know, I, I I work in, you know, in this industry and it's funny how much at times I'll try and avoid having to engage anybody just because I know at least usually – what I'm doing with technology and like what's going on. So I, first place I went was the app and it would have been great to you, you mobile, you know, you, you face authenticate into the, the phone. And then it's like, were these purchases you, you know, like I feel like that could have been a pretty quick, easy little push button of, yep, that's me. Yep. That's me. Yep. That's me. No, that's not me. Unlock my card and let's sort that out or whatever. Um, and the other part of it is, you know, if I looked at it from outside of me, I'd kind of be like, what? Well, why doesn't he just move to a local credit union or whatever? You know, it's like, yeah. to me, to be honest, it's kind of like I'm almost, I almost feel locked in. I've, I've toyed with the idea, but at the same time, it's like, well, then I have to adjust my direct deposit. As a customer, I have to direct, I have to adjust my direct deposit. I have to adjust my auto bill pays. You know, mm-hmm. routing numbers are set places. Like, man, it's a lot of work to change all this. So they kind of, they kind of got me. They, they play yeah. on my laziness there, I guess. But it is very frustrating to then have to, you know, go through the steps of calling in and verifying all this stuff. And I mean, sure. well, hey, you know, you know, my, you know, you know what my solution is as, you know, your sales leader, go help that company, man. It's your credit. Well, yeah. you know, right. Get in there, help them, you know, uh, let's, yeah, let's, so, let's, so, get, let's get them fixed. So if you get an email soon from somebody named Josh Carpenter who says, hey, I've had a poor customer experience with you, you know, it's it's me. Let's let's get that fixed. So many options. Cool. Awesome. Well, hey, Josh, I mean, good actionable bite-sized tips, I think, here for this specific you know, credit union. But look, there are tons and tons and tons of organizations just like them, not picking on any one particular company here. It's really, really common um, in CX, but I think especially with credit unions too. You know, they're, they're a big vertical that we're finding a lot of uh, ability and, and opportunity to improve with and, and helping a lot of customers fix some of these things. So, hey, thanks for coming on and, and sharing your story. I think Really good, insightful, actionable tips. And yeah, appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Good chat. You bet.